0: Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope Podcast, where we share biblical truths that'll give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that I felt was significant and gives us real perspective At the start of the year, I want to talk to you about El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Now that Hebrew name for God, El Shaddai, comes from Genesis chapter 17 and verse 1. And I'd like to read that for you now. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I'm El Shaddai. The direct English translation of that is God Almighty. And then it goes on to say, Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Now, he didn't just say, I'm El Shaddai. And the meaning of that wasn't just mighty God, although that would be amazing. And of course, God is mighty. But it means that he's not just mighty, he's almighty. Almighty. He's not just sufficient, He's all-sufficient. He's not just enough, He's more than enough. Some scholars believe that the name is derived from a word meaning mountain, suggesting strength and power. The name also denotes a God who supplies, sustains, satisfies and freely gives nourishment and blessing to his people as a mother would to a child. So he is more than enough. It doesn't matter if what you need is the strength and power of God, he's got you covered. If you need a God who can supply and sustain you, he is more than sufficient. If you need God to nourish you and to bless you and to comfort you, he's got you covered as well. He is more than enough in every single respect. Let's go back and look at the second half of that verse. It says, Walk before me faithfully, be trustworthy and blameless in the NIV translation let's break that down faithfully means to be full of faith to decide by faith to live in God's fullness every day and in every way I know that's not easy because our feelings change and our emotions change on a daily basis because the circumstances that we're in change And sometimes our circumstances are tough and not easy. So to choose to be full of faith means not to be swayed by what the world presents you. Or even with the feelings that our body gives us every day. But rather to be based on God's presence with us. And If our faith is based upon his word and his presence, it means that we can live in fullness each and every day. And the reality is that is going to take a quality decision and it's going to take courage on our parts to choose God's word and God's promises over our feelings. But what a better way to live so much higher than being reliant on everything falling into place in order for us to live a full life and a life of faith. Because if we were going to be reliant on everything working out just right in our lives, well then, I don't think there's any hope for any of us. Because even the heroes of faith in the Bible faced many obstacles and difficulties and tests and trials so it means that to live faithfully to be full of faith requires us choosing to set our hearts and our eyes on who God is because he never changes God is always faithful he's always mighty on our behalf The next word it says is be trustworthy. Trustworthy means to trust fully in Jesus. To acknowledge that he is worthy of all of our honor, praise and adoration. Jesus is worthy of all our trust. The Bible says that in Christ All of God's promises are yes and amen. And when we set our hearts and our eyes on the trustworthy nature of God, how dependable He is, what a good Father He is, it fills our hearts with confidence to place our trust fully in Him each day and every day he is worthy amen the next part of that verse speaks about being blameless well I know at this point you might go oh well that cuts me out because I don't know about you I'm pretty aware of many of my own shortcomings and on a daily basis right so what is it talking about over here well to be blameless means To find our peace, our hope, our faith, and our very identity in Christ. It means to live according to the covenant promises. To live in the power and assurance of the covenant that God has cut for us and with us through Christ Jesus see, God knew that we were all going to miss it in many ways. And that's why he cut the covenant through the blood of Jesus. You see, the performance criteria is not based upon us getting it all right. Jesus has already done that for us so that we can be blameless in his sight. Now that is something to get excited about, amen. It's not based upon your performance. It's based upon Jesus' performance on our behalf. It's up to us to place our faith and our hope in the finished work of the cross. So let's have a look at how is God more than enough? When by faith we connect with God's saving grace, His power is enough to put us in right standing with Him, despite all of our hang-ups, mess-ups, and shortcomings. Isaiah 54.17 in the New King James Version says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Man, that is so exciting and so encouraging and confidence inspiring. It says, their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. You see... God is the one who puts us in right standing when our faith is in him, when our faith is in the finished work of the cross. Man, it breaks my heart sometimes to hear Christians who don't understand what God has really done for them, talking down on themselves and devaluing themselves, saying, well, I'm just an old sinner. No, you were an old sinner, but as soon as you are saved by grace, when you place your faith and hope and trust in him, God deals with that sin. And He puts you into right standing with God. You're no longer that old sinner, you are now forgiven. you are redeemed. But the accuser comes against us, right? And he tries to accuse us, to cause us to walk in shame and condemnation. And that's why this whole scripture is so encouraging to us. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He's not just talking about physical weapons like guns and knives and cannons. No, no, no. He's talking about spiritual weapons as well see the enemy has plotted to try and take you and I down but God says no weapon that he has formed against you shall prosper it says every tongue which rises against you in judgment who shall condemn you shall condemn why because it's so important that we express our faith in the finished work of the cross. So when the enemy comes against us to accuse us and to try and bring us into a place of shame and judgment and condemnation, we condemn those words, those thoughts, those feelings, and we say, no, 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 no. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. And we can just turn to God in that moment and say, thank you, Lord that I am forgiven, that I am redeemed. I am not the man or woman that I used to be. I am now a new creation in Christ Jesus. The next way that God shows us how he is more than enough is Jesus has the power and authority to forgive sin. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, Come now, let us settle the matter says the Lord though your sins are like scarlet they shall be as white as snow they are though they are as red as crimson they shall be like wool God says let's settle the matter let's settle the matter of sin and judgment you see Isaiah goes on later on in Isaiah 53 to say the punishment that brought us peace was laid on Him. The punishment that you and I deserved was laid on Jesus on our behalf. Now instead of punishment we have peace through the forgiveness that comes through Jesus. Amen. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. God himself doesn't look on us as his sons and daughters as sinners. He looks on us as being redeemed. He looks on us as the same way he looks at his son Jesus. The next way in which God shows us how he is more than enough is Psalms 103, verse 2 to 5. Verse 2 and 3 says, Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You see, it doesn't matter how many benefits there are for us in the kingdom of God and in covenant with God if we forget them, if we're not mindful of them. They're not going to do you a stitch of good because you can't activate your faith based upon promises that you don't know, that you're ignorant of, or that you cannot bring to mind because you're not aware of them, you don't know them. The psalmist says, Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Friends, for us to walk in fullness the kind of fullness that God has planned and purposed for us we need to know what his word says about us we need to know what his promises are for us and we need to recall them to mind with thanksgiving each and every day he goes on to say who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases bless the Lord jesus is our healer just as much as he has forgiven all of our sins the scripture says that he has healed all of our diseases how many all all means all all sins all diseases in the name of jesus we have the victory amen I want to speak about verse 4. Jesus is our Redeemer. Nothing and no one is beyond His redeeming power. To redeem means to buy back. And we've been bought back by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Psalm 103 verse 4 says, Who redeems your life from the pits and crowns you with love and compassion. Man, how many of you know how this is going to radically change the outlook on your day if you start your day with this mindset? Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have redeemed my life from the pit. That you crown me today with love and and compassion isn't that beautiful speaking those words of life over yourself and over your family over your present and your future each and every day is not just going to set the tone for your day and radically transform your perspective but when we acknowledge and honor god that way and walk in thanksgiving It releases the favor and blessing of God over our lives. The next way in which God shows us how he is more than enough is in verse 5. And it says, Who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. You see Jesus knows you he loves you and he wants you to live a life filled with purpose and meaning. It says who satisfies your desires with good things. Man how many times can we so easily get caught up in the difficulties and challenges of the circumstances that we all face and in Trying to do mental gymnastics. Trying to figure out how we're going to get through the day. How we're going to get through the month. How we're going to get through the year. We need to change our perspective. Get up and honor God and say, Lord, I thank you today that you satisfy my desires with good things. Lord, today my heart is set on you. Difficulties and challenges may come, but Lord, you are the God who is more than enough. And I thank you, Lord, that regardless of what comes my way, that you make a way for me, even when there seems to be no way. <laughs> Amen. God is good and he is good things in store for you and I. It says that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Your life can be draining at times and it can cause us to feel worn down. But when our focus is on the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, the character and nature of God, that will fill us up and energize us, and refresh us, and fill us with confidence to place our trust in him and you. Amen. Now, when God established covenants with Abram, as we read in Genesis 17, it starts out by saying that the Lord appeared to him in verse 1. You see, when you establish covenant, God did it personally. He is a personal God and he wants a personal relationship with you and me. Like Abram, we've got to meet personally with God. And we meet with him in prayer and on the basis of his word. And that's how we connect with him how many of you know the covenant wouldn't have had a great deal of meaning for Abraham if he hadn't have heard what God had to say to him he wouldn't have understood it he wouldn't have known what God had in store for him he would have had no way to connect with God and with that covenant friends we have to connect with God on the basis of his word His word is his will. In his word, he reveals his plans and his purposes for us. And as we connect with him through his word, it builds our faith. And as we work through his word in the place of prayer with him, and we present his great and precious promises to him and begin to thank him for those things, His power is released on our behalf. His presence ministers to to us and builds us up as we connect with him in prayer. When God spoke with Abram in Genesis 17, he introduced himself as El Shaddai. Why? Because he wanted Abraham to understand who he was. And I'd like to ask you today as we end off, how do you see God? That's an important question to ask because how you see God will determine how you relate to him. Let's choose to take God at his word and to thank him that he is who he says he is. And I'd like to encourage you, just as surely when God spoke to Abram and introduced himself as, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. And he invited Abram to walk with him. And then he went on to expound upon and explain what the tremendous blessing of that covenant was going to mean. Let's do the same thing. Let's get up in the morning and say, God, I thank you that you are El Shaddai for me today. You are almighty. You are all sufficient. You are more than enough. It doesn't matter what comes against me today, Lord. Nothing can come against me that you cannot handle. You are more than enough. Friend, I want to tell you that God is more than enough for you personally. He's more than enough for your marriage, for your family, for your business, for your future. You can depend and rely on God. His very name says it. He is El Shaddai, God Almighty, the God who is more than enough. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend.